a list of topics discussed in this episode are available in the episode description. How do we want to start this? Da, 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 That's the theme music. <laughs> one of those webby awards for this it's gonna be great okay hi everybody hi welcome to transpotting i'm marcia darling one of your hosts and and tay i am also one of the hosts here <laughs> and i'm river rowan nice hi, to meet you everyone nice to meet you Hello. too first time first time caller <laughs> First time hoster. In case you can't tell, this is our first uh, podcast recording, and uh, we're all a little bit, you know, a certain way. Sleep deprived. Autistic. Autistic. Exciting. Mm. Yes. I am eating chicken wings, and it's delicious. Mmm. That ASMR. Gotta love it. Mmm. We all love those nonsense. Mmm. Delicious. Mmm. Okay, so we don't necessarily have a structure for today, but I thought that we'd talk about a little bit about who we are. We talk about, um, we could have a talk about pronouns and why we use them, why they're important to us. But we're just mainly recording a conversation that the three of us have and we enjoy talking to each other. So I think that this would be a good opportunity for us to just kind of introduce ourselves again to each other. What do you guys feel? I like this. Once again, not it. Finger on nose. I can Makes start. Me go first. Okay, you oh, can yeah. start. Go Tay. No, no, you can go. You got this. What am you I starting this, with? Girl. Oh, I got this. Okay. You got this. I got this. Hi, everybody. My name's Marcia. <laughs> I've been out as trans for a little over a year now. Um, before that, I was uh, deconstructing my Christian beliefs. Deconstructed ex-Christian homeschooling survivor. Uh, I enjoy playing video games and doing theater and making little tech inventions that are cool. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, they. I mainly use she, her because that's what most people kind of expect. I live in kind of a conservative area, so like people don't, there's not very many visibly trans people around here, which there's probably more than you would expect, but there still isn't very many. And I feel like I know all of them. <laughs> Which is a really big bonus to living like in a rural area. What? Yeah. It happens to be that way. Yeah, it's great. And so um, I mainly use she and her. I like to use they sometimes too, because I feel like, sometimes I feel very much like a woman. Sometimes I feel very much like not a man or a woman in some aspects, if that makes sense. So like a non-binary woman, which you two completely understand. Mm, yes. Yeah. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up to that. Yeah. Okay, Tay, go ahead. Uh, okay. I wasn't sure if you were done. I'm not just going to barge in. I'm never done. Down the door. Take it over. Okay. 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 So um, my name is Tay. Um, I also go by Celeste. That's just kind of another name I go by. You can flip-flop, use either, or stick to one. I don't care. Um, I have been out in trans for uh, almost a year and a half. We're coming up on that later this month. It'll be a year and a half for me being on hormones, which is super cool. Um, you know, figured out I was trans at the age of 27, mid-pandemic, you know, as lots of others have. Um, I lived in rural East Tennessee back in the past, previously, and so that was a pretty scary thing for me to come out and do. Um, I really enjoy video games. I adore horror movies. I'm sure you'll hear me talk about horror movies a lot on this podcast, so um, hopefully you like that kind of thing. Um, and my pronouns are she, fey. So most of the time people use she, her with me, but I also love Fae Fair. Um, um, that is, it's so far mostly just been used online. Not many people in my day-to-day -day life use Fae Fair, but it is something that I really enjoy. As Marcia said earlier, it's kind of about being a non-binary trans femme, you know? I'm in that realm. I'm mostly girl, but there's a little, I don't know, something, a little sprinkle of something else going on there, too. We're still figuring that out. So, yeah, that's me. So lovely. Sprinkle Hi, I'm like River. The mm. Yeah. The salt bay. Sprinkle it on. Oh, yeah, I've got no one can see me doing that. I was salt bang in the background. <laughs> uh, 
Hi, I'm River, um, of the famed Barry the River <laughs> fame. Absolutely um, famous. Everybody knows. I have a shirt. I have a shirt. Yeah, there's merchandise out there. I have a shirt coming in. When is that going to get here? When did, when did you order it? Like, right when you put the link up? Oh, that could have been any time. I put the link up a lot. <laughs> there was when Tay ordered it. It's like, it takes like about a month for the batches to get printed and then go out. So okay. about a month. My best friend has one and he loves it. Mm. Um, take two. <laughs> Hi, I'm River. <laughs> I'm also of the Shifei persuasion. <laughs> persuasion. Um, yeah. So um, very similar to Tay. Celeste. I love the name Celeste, by the way. I've been using that more frequently and I adore it. Um, but yeah, I feel like a woman um, most of the time. And uh, then there's that kind of like woman plus, like oh, a little bit. There's something extra in there. There's something otherworldly happening. Um, there's something bumping my microphone. Um, and uh, it really describes more of how I feel every day than just saying I'm a woman. Um, I, you know, I don't really enforce the fae part because no one really uses it when I, uh, when I try to, uh, aside from my spouse. Um, but yeah, yeah, I've been out as trans for, uh, just about two and a half years now. Um, so starting hormones a little bit after I came out, but, um, you know, it was during the, the crackening of, uh, of 2020, late 2020, we're all in quarantine and, uh, we all had time to be introspective and lo and behold egg cracks everywhere mm-hmm. everywhere. everywhere um i was one of them so yeah so was i but, and i was 32 yeah. oh you're such a baby oh. jane people say that to you like oh you're such a baby you're so young i'm like oh i don't feel young but thank you i'm like thank you mm. i don't know i feel 12 <laughs> or 13 so you know <laughs> we're, we're going through that <laughs> I feel like when they're like, here, teenagers are doing this. I'm like, oh, I'm a teenager. No, wait, I'm 33. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I turned 36 at the end of this month. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. I made it as far as being trans. Are you a Pisces then? No, I am Aries, which okay. means I, which means I, I always forget, but never forgive. Oh, okay. I think I'm <laughs> yes. a Pisces, though. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. They're not known. I don't know. I'm a Cancer, and I'm as Cancer as a Cancer gets. You know, oh, yeah? emotional. I cry a lot. It's my life. You know. I think I'm a Pisces, which means I'm always living like in the in the clouds, in the in the future, in like imaginary, dreaming up the big ideas sort of way, mm-hmm. which is kind of. I'm always like, hey, we could do this. This would be great. And then actually following through on the things that I want to do is very difficult. I mean, you did help us wrangle things together today. So you did. I you did. did. I. It was a group effort, but you helped us effort. wrangle everything. That's true. So something that I wanted to mention is, to me, I really feel like pronouns like fey and fair. Is that how you say it? Because I'm still figuring out how yes. to use that. When I first, one of my oldest friends came out to me as non-binary like as the pandemic was starting and uses they them pronouns. And there was just kind of a period of adjustment for me because I had never used they them pronouns for anybody before. And at first it feels kind of like strange and a little bit like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I hope I'm doing it right. (laughs) One time I was talking to my dad and he was talking about somebody who I was seeing and was like, so do them like hanging out with you? (laughs) And I was like, thanks for effort. Thank you. So it was, there's a little period of adjustment for me, but it's like, I think it's a real sign of respect when you're using people's pronouns, because it's just saying, hey, I respect you enough to change this part of the way that I refer to you because I appreciate you as a person. And so that's how I feel about the fey fair. Is that how you say it? Fey fair? Fey fair. Mm-hmm. Fey fair. Okay. So if I were to say Celeste walked into the store and Fay got a brand new bag for fair dogs carriage <laughs> sure <laughs> you nailed it um you were a little listen? timid about your the rest of your sentence but you got the pronouns right <laughs> well i wasn't sure if you had a dog carriage <laughs> i i don't but i do have a dog so okay that's good <laughs> dog carriage oh my god my dog is 50 pounds so she she wouldn't stay put in a carriage but i would love to put her in a carriage that'd be great sure but yeah those pronouns like they're interesting it's something different um pronouns are a lot mostly used to reflect on how you view yourself and how you want others to view you so it's um just a complicated mix of all of that kind of stuff and so learning pronouns is not just 
relearning the words that you use, but it's about relearning how you view the person as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just respectful. And um, it shows too that you care about the person took this time to figure out who they are and they're letting you know who they are. And it's one of those ways you can respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first came out, I thought I was gender fluid. Uh, I mean, I still am, but that's a little bit different than what I initially thought, where I, I was like, oh yeah, maybe I'll go by he some days, maybe I'll go by they some days. So I came out um, as like, oh, I'll use she, they, see how that feels. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, the he's never coming back. No. Nope. Okay. Nope. Nope. So let's, let's adjust this. But, um, and uh, as trans feminine people, I think it's important to, when people specifically do not list they as one of their sets of pronouns, um, to honor that because a lot of the time times um when someone tells you i'm a woman and you don't believe that um we, we hear a lot of they's at first because the yeah. people are just a little bit too nervous to um to go all in jump both feet into the <laughs> deep end of the pool of pronouns yeah which is um, kind of weird because it's just like yeah. um you know it's like hey this is the internal part of me this is like what my soul is this is like what my brain is uh call me she please and then people are just like mm. But no, maybe I won't. Because I don't see you as that. Because man looks at the outside and transes look at the heart. Damn straight. (laughs) Well, and our damn gay as well. (laughs) And our damn gay. Yes. Yes. I've been replacing my all of my language with like, yeah, I just I just gotta straighten out the car really quick. I just gotta gay out the car really quick. <laughs> yeah. See who picks up on yeah. it. I have a friend who is never says uh go straight. They'll always be like, No, we don't go straight, we go forward. I respect that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> One more point I think I'd I'd like to make while I take over the show, like I did last time. Please Please do. Is uh um I think one of the hardest things is when you have people who um are trying to tell you they have combination pronouns, which is what all of us use currently. Combo pronouns, right? Mm-hmm. She, they, she, fey. Um, my spouse uses um, they, fey. Um, I guess they, they, fair. No, they, fey. Um, they, fey has a pretty ring to it. It's it a really pretty ring to it, yeah. So, um, but being able to honor that and and use both pronoun sets in the same sentence or in the same paragraph when you're talking about them or talking to them really hits hits home. Like, I respect you. I see you. Um, um, I can really tell who you are. This is important to you. And um, I don't know. I just thought it was a fun, a fun thing to bring up because most people, when they see a trans person has, you know, he, they, she, fey, they just go with the first thing, right? And they don't try to even attempt the um, neo-pronouns because they're so different to them or or even attempting the second set of pronouns. But it is really important to acknowledge that is that is this person, that is their experience. Is they, they don't just live in one of them. They live in both of them. That's interesting to me because when I kind of put like she, they on there, it's like, I don't really care which one you call me and you don't really need to jump between the two. But I'm also the kind of person who doesn't particularly care about pronouns either. Just as long as you don't call me he, like basically. Yeah, them's fighting words otherwise. Them's fighting words. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like I don't put all this effort into getting up and putting my makeup on for somebody to be like, hi, boy. Right. I didn't undick my dick (laughs) to uh, (laughs) be called he. Thank you very much. Uh, this is now uh, a rated uh, M for mature show. <laughs> this is rated X for extra. Extra. Oh man. Hmm. Perfect. My um, I have a family that has a really really hard time with the pronouns, and they actually have a hard time saying my name too. And so when I went to visit them for the holidays, there was a lot of you, and that just felt bad. Oh my god. It's a bad time. Hi, you, and then I would hear them referring to me as my old name and he, him over in the other room, and it was just like, I felt so unwelcome there, and I was trying to let them know, like, this really does not, like, work. It's, you're telling me that you don't want me to be here, basically, by doing that. Yeah. And so I think that that's just kind of like one of those, like, respect things, as you said. If you are repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly disrespecting somebody, obviously they're not going to want to be around you because you just feel awful. So... In order to show love to the people who you care about, just, you know, put a little bit of extra effort in. Absolutely. Yeah. I had a, or I any, had a lot or of any effort. Or any just a little effort, tiny any effort at all. Yeah. Something. 
important. I had, my family was very similar, especially when I was first coming out, you know, Mm -hmm. using my old name. I also got a lot of U's and like long pauses before where my name or a pronoun was supposed to go in a sentence. Mm -hmm. And um, for them, it took them a really long time. And, you know, they still struggle with it a little bit. But um, at first I had a hard time, you know, correcting the pronouns of like, oh, that's that's not it's she. Um, over time, I got a lot better at that, and I realized things went better if I just started interrupting their sentence immediately and correcting them. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, and, she. Mm-hmm. And they, you can, it makes them feel uncomfortable. It They're going to be like, oh. But knock, 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 who's there interrupting trans. <laughs> yeah. It's, I found it important, and that's how they were able to actually learn it, because it would make them go, oh, and then they would follow up and say, she told me blah 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 whatever and i don't know i thought that was an important step but that's something that worked for me and it helped me draw boundaries of like hey if you're not gonna do this i'm just gonna stop talking to you until you can get this right Mm -hmm. i tried to do that and then they came to me and said hey you're welcome to come around as long as you don't get a bit make a big deal out of being misgendered and dead named and i was like oh like what do you like all i was doing was like correcting you and they're like yeah that's that's the big deal because it makes us feel like we're walking on eggshells around you and i was like okay I guess you don't want me around you then. Just tell them to get good. <laughs> get get good. good. Learn how to do the language. <laughs> you, you can, can do this thing us. called learning. Yeah. Right? You can it's be around us as long as we can disrespect you all we want. Yeah. 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 yeah, you know, it's fine. And I'm not here to complain. Like, oh, I am. I that's am, why I signed actually, up. Now that that's, this, is, this is now the podcast, complaining. <laughs> <laughs> this is the complaint corner. <laughs> Do, do, do. That's the we'll we'll have a a little uh, musical sting for the complaint corner, and yes. it'll be like eighty percent of the episode. Yeah, uh, we picked the wrong name for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. We did. Yes. <laughs> I have a feeling, too, that it'll be like a river's soapbox. Uh, it'll be like a river's soapbox uh, segment, probably, mm-hmm. knowing knowing me and how often I get on that soapbox. Okay, let's let's transfer over to the river soapbox section. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'll play the other one today. The Roaring Twenties. Oh, oh, soap. Oh, you want me to do that? You want want me to do that? Okay. I want you to get on um, your soapbox. Get on my soapbox. Okay. Um, fathers of uh, trans feminine people, specifically of all trans people, but get your, fucking get your shit together. Fucking get your shit together. End of segment. That was a great soapbox. Thank you, Agreed. River. Oh, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> I can elaborate if you want me to. I mean, that's the point of a soapbox, isn't it? I mean, the soapbox is to be taller than everyone else, so you can feel <laughs> superior. Why is it yeah. even a soapbox? Well, what? because soap used to come in boxes. A yeah. lot of things came in boxes, so why specifically soap? That's a good question. There, there's a really good joke in there. I just can't say it on the show. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, can I tell you a story then yes. regarding my soapbox? Okay. Yes. Okay, so when I when I first came out, I came out to a lot of different people, uh, to my best friend first. Uh, who uh, lives in a different state, my home state, which I don't live in anymore. And I came out at work, like right away. I'm a very public figure at work. So I wanted to make sure that when people saw me, they understood what the hell was going on. Uh, and then I finally came out to my parents. And um, I was terrified to come out to my dad. So I, I just texted him. It was the day before his birthday. And I was like, I've waited way too long. And he usually wants me to call him on his birthday. Um, and he's, I, I'm, I'm already working on my voice. He's going to know something's different, right? And uh and so initially went okay. Um, but then as time went on and I started hormones and um, he, uh, uh, he like sent like with some like cute photos, like, oh, it's your mom and I were out at dinner or something. And I'd send a photo back like waving and I look like me, only, you know, me three months into transition mm-hmm. uh, with makeup on. I mean, honestly, I thought I was still pretty cute, but still. You, um, I'm sure you are. I mean, I mean, you thanks. are. So hard, hard agree. Hard yeah. agree. Thank you. For the record, everyone thinks River is adorable. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, especially river right especially river <laughs> right can i get that red back yeah thank you <laughs> um anyway so after that he uh didn't talk to me for two years um and so uh my birthday of 20 2021 
two, I asked my mom if um, I was like, I want to have a video chat and talk to my family. We, just, we would call each other all the time. We'd see each other in video calls all the time, like holidays, even though I'm, I don't celebrate holidays. I'm North Pagan. Um, but I would, you know, I'd celebrate with them. And um, I excuse to see them, right? See my family that are states and states away. And um, I was like, okay, I haven't seen anyone on video or audio for, um, it was about a year and a half at this point. Now it weren't, I'm sorry, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, it was two years that, no, I'm sorry, a year and a half at that point. Cut this part out, okay? Um, <laughs> and um, I was like, I want to see my dad, I want to see my sister, I want to see you on a video call. That is the birthday gift I want. And she's just said, I will make it happen. And he stood me up uh, and he uh, decided that um, he wasn't doing anything. He wasn't like traveling or anything like that. He just didn't want to hear or see me. It was too much for him to deal with. Um, and I was, as you can expect, very, very heartbroken. Um, I, I sobbed my entire day on my birthday because um, my dad didn't want to even, you know, acknowledge my existence. Uh, let alone that I'm his daughter and, or his his other daughter. Um, and uh, yeah, that really fucking sucked. Yeah. So I wish I, we weren't I, doing I, this over the internet so I could give you a hug. Um, <laughs> oh, I can feel it. I can feel it from your voice. Um, but yeah, um, flashing forward a little bit, I, I'm hearing stories from my sister that my mom really gave him hell and shouted and was like, I was like, really? What did what did she say? And my sister was like, oh yeah, shouting at him like, you have another daughter, fucking deal with it, and things like that. I'm like, get him. Um, but you know, flash forward to um, Christmas of 2022, and I've, I'm on a video call with my mom and not expecting anything, and she hands the phone to my dad, and um, I'm terrified. Um, but I am talking to him first time in two years, and he is being civil. Um, he's not acknowledging anything, not making any faces or anything. And um, I was kind of, um, had a hard time processing that because I was like, I want you to acknowledge that I'm different. You haven't seen me for two years. I want you to acknowledge that something has changed. My voice is different, that I look different. Um, but at the same time, I was just happy to have him back in my life for a little bit. Um, and every week that goes by, I get texts from him in our, in our group family, our family group chat of like, I'm feeding the ducks with your sister. Here's a bunch of, of ducks and you know, at a frozen lake and I'm feeding them bread and stuff. I'm like, who are you? Um, and um, when my surgery day came this year, um, he texted me in that same group chat to say he's really happy to hear that I'm doing well and he's really happy for me. And then throughout that entire week of being in recovery at the hospital, um, we were all just making, I started making jokes about, um, about like missing balls and things like that. My family is pretty grotesque and enjoys toilet humor. Um, and uh, that felt pretty special to kind of throw it throw in some inside jokes back and forth again and make crass jokes um that I instigated to make them know it's okay to talk about um you know not having testicles anymore <laughs> um yeah it was it was a it was a journey and there's a lot that still needs to be unpacked I think with that relationship and I I want to be able to trust that I can have him back in my life again in a civil way in a loving way in a fatherly way um and these are the first steps and he's showed me that so in other words it's possible um it's possible to do it's possible if you are a family member um in a family that has a trans person in it and they are estranged um fucking berate that person who's being a dick because it works and let them know how much you're hurting that trans person and that family because they deserve love they deserve to be seen and heard and they deserve to have a parent or have whatever family member family member family member that is in their life um yeah story time soapbox over to recap uh fathers of trans kids get your fucking shit together you can do it i believe in you and it's one of those things i think it's like trans people do not get estranged from their family by choice it's always i mean some people have such a hard time with understanding where we're coming from but they don't seem to be wanting to make the effort or they don't seem to want to validate or encourage our choices or something like that but it's like no this is just who we are you know you can't really 
I can't like wake up one day and just decide that I'm not going to be trans, you know? I can't wake up one day and be like, oh, that was a weird experiment. I'm glad I'm done. It's just like once you find this thing and you're, you've discovered it and you've realized it, once you have the realization, there's no going back, you know? It's the red pill in the matrix. <laughs> just now the blue so. pill. Not yeah. the blue pill. Well, I'm, I'm saying it's now the blue pill. Oh. Back in the back in the day, the whatever estrogen supplement was was actually a red or pink pill. Oh, really? And now it's a blue pill. Yeah, yeah. that's why that's why that was in there. Yeah, that was actually intentional. Sorry. Interesting. I'm, it uh, is. I love how the Matrix is a trans allegory. We should talk about that sometimes. Yes. Mm. I'm sure we will. I'm sure yeah. we will. Thank you for sharing your story, River. I appreciate, yes, you. you know, hearing that. And I know myself and the vast majority of other trans people I've ever talked to has a story of someone estranging them. You know, I have a brother that cut me out of his life just immediately upon hearing it. And, like, it was expected. It was expected with him. Like, I had told literally everybody else. And then I let him find out through Facebook. So... Um, but yeah, um, everybody has that feeling and I don't think there's necessarily a wrong way to deal with it either. Um, some people are, you know, ready and willing to accept them back, you know, if they, you know, clean up their shit act. And I guess it's just important for people to know that, like, you can handle that however you want. I know my brother could never come back to me and apologize. Like, he's, he's done for me and there's no apologizing. But there's also nothing wrong with accepting someone back if they are truly, you know, working on themselves too. So with my, my brother, two I, I reached out several times to my brother and I like left text messages and voicemail messages and then he never got back to me. And then I saw him at Christmas and he was like, hi. And then we haven't talked since. And it's just kind of like, hmm. But he's also kind of a huge introvert and doesn't talk to anybody. So it's hard Same. to know where, where, what he's even thinking. Yeah. But I will say one thing is that you do find out very quickly who cares about you as a person and who cares about you because of what they want you to be when you come out as trans. And so the friends who've like stuck by me feel almost more like family than my own family does sometimes. Yeah. Which I guess is that found family idea, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Found family is fantastic. Oh my God. Oh, it's so good. Uh, When I came out to my best friend, um, he uh, was like, do you have any questions or anything? And he's just like, hmm, first of all, that's cool. Secondly, can I still call you dude? And I'm like, you are the only person who may call me dude currently. (laughs) Because you're basically my brother. I've known you since middle school. um, And I'm going to be the best matron in your wedding at the end of the month. Yes. Um, That's fine. Um, That being said, he hasn't called me dude since then. Which is kind of (laughs) funny. My brother-in-law still calls me dude. It's okay, but he calls his own sister dude and always has. Yeah. So, like, he's, like, the one person that gets the dude pass for me. Right? I, I was definitely a, a surfer dude kind of person, mm-hmm. and I, I called everyone dude regardless. So mm-hmm. sometimes people who know, like, that I'm trans when I'm at my workplace will say things like, you guys, and they go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's a colloquialism. Just please move on. It's fine. <laughs> I just heard you call a group of women over there of cis women, you know, you guys. So it's I you're, you're gonna be that. fine. I'm picking yeah. my battles. Don't worry. I don't I like I prefer y'all or folks, but I'm picking my battles today. I actually get like um like when cis women call me bro, it kind of feels good to me. <laughs> I love this yeah, for bro. you. Yeah. <laughs> we all have our own little quirks of you know things that we like and we don't and that's (laughs) most trans people that's why you usually just go by what they tell you just ask like if you're you're confused just ask and then if you're having trouble with it like practice right it's like i misgendered myself early on all the time by accident and i was like oh shit (laughs) there's a learning curve that's okay (laughs) i would say my wrong name sometimes (laughs) me too Actually, I actually changed my name once before I came out because when I uh, deconstructed my religion, it was such a huge like mind shift for me that I started going by my middle name. And it's still my middle name because to me, like that was kind of like my transition name from the old person of who I was to the person who I am now. And so I have a lot of like love for that name. That's sweet. Yeah. And, um, but it's just my middle name, which is the M. So it's Marcia M. Darling, which I think is nice. <laughs> and my initials uh, are RRR. So I'm, I'm, I'm a pirate. Ooh, I loved the movie that they made about you. You heard about oh, that no. one? RRR? No. It was an Indian no. film. Are you messing with me? <laughs> no, I'm not. It's like three and a half hours long. It's fantastic. They're going to say it's called Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> 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 
What's the pirate's favorite letter? Well, you think it'd be R, but it's actually the C. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think that it's, you know, imagine that figuring out how to interact with trans people is the same thing as figuring out how to interact with other people uh, who are not trans. And no, cis is not a slur. Stop it, people. Um, it's by getting to know them and interacting with them and seeing how they react to your words and your behavior, and they get to set boundaries too. Mm-hmm. So if if you're doing something shitty um, that you think is fine, but they think is shitty, guess what? Just like anyone else, they can just say, you know, I don't have to deal with this. I'm going to walk away. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a boundary I'm setting. Yep. It's kind of like meeting somebody from another culture for the first time. And right. It's like, <clears throat> um, oh, like when you go to Japan and you have to take your shoes off everywhere, whenever you go inside mm-hmm. or whatever. And the first few times, if you ever forget some like old Asian lady will be like yelling at you and you're just like ah (laughs) what did i do oh you didn't take your (laughs) shoes off (laughs) this is terrifying (laughs) turns out trans people are just people really who told you that that's just your fact of the day i disagree we're magical fey creatures I mean, I am. Same. Yeah. Hence our pronouns here. Exactly. You two are magical fake creatures. I'm just a person. Right. Yeah. Now, okay. Now you're getting it. (laughs) Now you're understanding. See, I'm the magical fake person, not because I'm trans, because that's just what I am. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Putting Faye back into gender Faye. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Every Faye damn back day. Into the world. No, I don't want to go back uh, into the world. <laughs> Thank no, you, though. You're stuck Say, here. Hmm. I want to be stuck in this podcast forever. <laughs> <laughs> ah, do we have anything else we want to talk about today? I think we should at least talk about, you know, what the purpose of our podcast is. Yeah, that's a great well, idea. Right. We're, normally. We're doing a podcast? <laughs> We're doing a... Wait, this is being recorded? Oh, shoot. I forgot to hit the record button. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I didn't. (laughs) Gotta shoot for next Sunday, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I can. It's it's kind of weird how it changes the um like the feel of the conversation when you hit the record button, isn't it? It does. It 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 does. does So don't don't tell us next time. Next time I won't tell you. Yeah, don't. And just start. Just interrupt whatever we're talking about and be like, "Hey, welcome to the podcast." The problem is, once you say welcome to the podcast, then all of a sudden you're in like, oh, I have to perform. Mode. Yeah, all of our asses just tighten up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Sit down and pucker and, up. Right. <laughs> anyway, so we have a podcast. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Transpotting. That's right. Tell me <laughs> more about of... Transpotting. This sounds like a fantastic podcast. Oh, you know, I, I don't mind if I do. So there are a couple of uh, reasons why I want to make this podcast. One of them was to just discuss uh, relevant trans issues and topics uh, in a kind of roundtable style discussion, uh, which is what you're seeing and hearing, not seeing, not yet at least, wink, wink, oh, yeah. uh, hearing right now. Uh, the other main reason is to uh, spotlight trans creators, trans artists, trans business owners, um, to get a little bit of exposure for them and to have people check out their stuff because trans people are awesome. And uh, we think so. And we want you to know so as well. Mm-hmm. There's a whole diverse group of trans people is so broad and covers cult- all sorts of cultures and races and different types of genders inside of all of this. And it's important. We, us three, cannot capture all of it and it's important that we are able to you know include a lot more exactly and it's oh. not just trans people you know it's it's trans gender non-conforming is a general term we yes. can use for it but two-spirit non-binary if you don't identify under the trans umbrella which is totally fine if you don't um agender there's so much in there and that's gender exactly hmm I think it's one of those things that's exciting because, like, I really want to give trans people more of a face and more of a voice. And I think the best way to do that is just to get to know them. So we'll get to know each other. We'll get to know our audience. We'll get to know the people who we have on as guests. And that'll be exciting. Yes. Yes. If you'd like to be a guest on our wonderful little podcast, our scrappy little podcast, (laughs) uh, head over to transspotting.com. That's with two S's. That's T-R-A-N-S-S-P-O-T-T-I-N-G dot C-O-M. Thanks, Marcia. Thanks.
<laughs> Go there. <laughs> and there's there's a little a little submission form you can uh, you can send out our way, and we will then get back to you to schedule. Mm-hmm. Or we'll reach out to you if we think you're especially special, and you can join us on our scrappy little podcast. <laughs> but if we don't reach out to you ahead of time, it doesn't mean you're not special. No, it no, just please reach we're out. We're too nervous please. to talk to you because you're too cool. Probably, <laughs> and we're too autistic to function. Yes. <laughs> Uh, that was so funny the first time that you and I were talking, Riv, and I was like, I feel like sometimes I'm autistic sometimes. And you were like, yeah, that's what I gathered just from like everything. (laughs) From like the info dumping, from the the way we're talking around each other. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. Uh, I I gotta tell you, I, uh, my, my partner is, um, so I'm, I'm like odd HD, right? We're my partner. I'm both like odd HD. So essentially have both ADHD and autism. The, the spectrum of where that lands in between the two of them is different day to day, but in general, I'm more ADHD and they're more autistic. Mm -hmm. Um, and just because you're both on that spectrum does not mean you will always see eye to eye on things. It makes it worse. It can make things difficult sometimes because needs change daily and, uh, you know, um, stimulation levels uh, change daily and um, it can be it can be difficult. But um, the fun part is figuring that shit out together. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've never been like actually tested for autism or ADHD, but I have all of the ADHD symptoms and s- some of the autism ones, I guess, too. <laughs> You know, I haven't been tested for either for either of those as well. However, every single one of the traits is there. And yeah. it is very, very valid to self-diagnose, um, you know, as long as you're doing it carefully and respectfully. Because it's so expensive and it's so gatekept. Everything medical is gatekept so, so partially. Yeah. So gatekeepy. So, so girl gatekeep. boss gatekeepy. <laughs> I'm also self-diagnosed autistic and you know I'm yeah. I'm working on a real diagnosis for ADHD because you know I might I might need the medication as time goes on. I think uh pre-egg crack me was really good at masking all of these symptoms and then as soon as I like came out and started being myself all of this stuff just poured out of me and it's mm-hmm. like oh that's why I'm overwhelmed all the time. That's why I can't keep a thought for more than five seconds at a time and so on and so forth. So, yeah, that's kind of one of those things. My mom was always like, you don't have ADHD because you have a really easy time on focusing on things that you care about. And it's like, oh, wait, that's actually one of the symptoms. <laughs> yeah. Mom, you don't know okay. what you're talking that's... about. <laughs> you're not uh, autistic. You have friends. Exactly. Right? I heard that, too. You're not autistic. You can make eye contact. Yeah, but it hurts. <laughs> I like making eye contact. I just stare a lot into the eyes and like, I don't know, that's what's supposed to feel natural. Yeah. Um, I stare past the eyes usually. If you look at one eye and then you look at the other eye and bounce back and forth like that every once in a while, it'll kind of make your eyes sparkle to whoever you're talking to. Let me try. Let me try. I don't think think it works because the way our eyes are proportioned, like where cameras are and where we're looking, isn't the same as like in person. Uh, Just to give you folks a picture i am staring at my camera right now camera. i have no idea what you two are doing but i am definitely looking in your eyes i'm literally looking away from your eyes <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot it it's is a lot. a lot but uh celeste it's like everything you're saying is like me to a t i it's awesome to hear those same uh feelings reflected back because yeah. yeah, when I when I transitioned, it a lot of it is dropping a mask. And what else do you drop masks with? Oh, uh, yeah, autism, ADHD, neuro- neurodiversity, and there's a lot of research that's gone into um, identifying that a lot of those things do overlap, and a lot of yes. gender and because uh, gender's in your brain, right? It's in your brain. Guess what else is in your brain? Being neurodivergent. A lot of those things do intertwine. And a lot of people do identify their gender as being autistic in some ways too. That's interesting. That makes complete sense. To me though for sure it's, it's definitely that thing of once you kind of like like i totally agree of once you're kind of let go of the mask of gender every other mask starts falling away too it becomes yeah. more and more effort to try to keep them up because i've masked for my life so long and i used to say in high school i would say things like i feel like i'm like the actor in a play that's my life you know i feel yeah. like i'm watching what's happening to me through a screen and It took me discovering my gender for that screen to fall away and for it to feel like, oh, I can actually feel the world and experience the world. 
I think that's a very uniquely trans experience because it's really amazing once that screen falls away. Yeah. It's just like being able to breathe for the first time. I used to say it was like I I had been breathing like with a straw under the water for my whole life. And then coming out was like getting my head out of the water and taking a deep breath of air into my lungs, to the bottom of my lungs for the first time of my life. That's how it feels. I understand. Mm -hmm. I understand. Same here. You know, I was just recently looking at some old pictures of myself because a year and a half is coming up and like I compared what I looked like a year and a half ago versus now. And like, I like physically don't recognize that person anymore. Like, I don't remember how that person thought about things. I don't remember how that person interacted with the world. Um, And it's just, it's really weird. And I was talking to my wife about it even. I'm like, I don't remember this person. Do you? And she's like, no. (laughs) Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. It's, it's really nice to finally have that like total separation from my past self. Yes. I, uh, even my boss, uh, I was talking to my boss the other day because he's been a really big um, supporter since the day I came out of me. And he's learned a lot from my experiences and listening to me, which a lot, you know, a lot of participants and beneficiaries of the patriarchy. I'm not going to say men because that I'm not going to blanket say that because, you know, trans men exist and good men exist out there. But I will say that beneficiaries and participants of the patriarchy tend not to listen to other experiences that are not their own. And this person's no exception. However, for me, they were huge in supporting me and allowing me to, to come out and be my own self and um, and cheer for me when no one else at work was. Yeah. And um, can I show you all a photo of what I used to what I used to look like? Sure, anytime. Oh, that does not look like you at all. I can no, see the eyes are the same, though. The eyes are, have always been very, very blue. They got bluer, though, when I transitioned. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, yeah, there's, see, there's a ring light on my camera, so it's hard to see. But <laughs> <laughs> My hairline grew back in, and yeah, I, I look at this photo, and I feel okay showing because I'm like, I have zero connection to this person. Yeah. And there's something that I think a lot of people say to their family or friends when they come out, and that's like, I'm the same person as I was before. I'm just, you know... Like that was a that was a lie. That was a big lie. That was a big fat lie. I'm definitely a very different person. Um, core values probably very similar, but I've learned a lot and I've changed a lot and I've grown a lot. And I like who I am now. I did not like who that person was before. Yeah, um, I f- most of the time. I feel like there's a well, like yeah. Every day, every every day you grow, you kind of become a different person. And I feel like for me, kind of realizing who I am was like I got to be who I always thought I wanted to be. Um, not just in like gender, but also in like the way I treat others and the way I treat myself and the ability to like do things and get things done and the ability to meet people and be expressive and all of these things. And those were things that I was before, but not to the same extent that I am now. But yeah, I totally agree. Like totally, it feels like a different person. I did change, but I wanted to change too well what do you want to talk about then what do you want to talk about i don't know what do you want to talk about We should do something fun. We're already doing that. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, so I told I told some stories. Mm-hmm. We told some stories about pronouns. We talked about pronouns a little bit. We talked about uh, how we're different people and growing and changing. Mm-hmm. Wow, just like regu- regular, quote unquote, people. Just like oh cis people. <clears throat> just like cis people. We talked about family a bit. Family a bit. We're dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Found family a little bit. Mm-hmm. Found family. Although found family is just kind of one of those things that it's like... I feel like every person finds, if you haven't found your found family, then you're kind of missing out. Unless you really like your already family that you already have, then yeah, that's great too. Is there anything anyone else wants to like plug regarding things that they like to do outside of this podcast? Like well, I've got I know some that you got stuff. some stuff to plug. You know, I, I know that's the whole point. I'm bringing it up <laughs> so I can shoehorn it in there at the end. Griff, do you have something you'd like to plug? Yeah, but I want to give everyone else a chance to do it first. <laughs> I'm not a monster. Can you plug your socials? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll plug my Twitter. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's, that's it for me right now. There's more coming. Okay, plug it. Plug it, Celeste. Just, just, just go. Oh shit. Okay. Um. Um. Surfactor. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're so we're plug doing our closeout. Is that is that what this is? No, we're just doing our plugs. Oh, just might plugged. as well do it. I'm plugs are usually part of the closeout, though. Yeah. Oh, are well, they? We're getting we're getting pretty close to the closeout. I think that's probably yeah, we're getting close to the closeout. And then I'm going to look up a question, and we can give advice. Oh God. Okay. 
So my socials where you can find me for right now. That is just um, at Twitter. I am Sapphic Celeste. That's S-A-P-P-H-I-C-C-E-L-E-S-T-E. These will be in the episode description too. Oh yes, of course. Um, I post a lot of stupid stuff and uh, pictures of my ass as well, if you're interested in that kind of thing. Oh, I better follow. Are you are you on Twitter, Marcia? Kind of, not really. I never post there. I I use Mastodon more now. Even kind of, yeah, yeah. Which you can find me on at uh, TechLGBT Tech.LGBT at Antichrist A U N T Y Antichrist on Mastodon, and then I'm also uh, Oh No Marcia on Instagram. Oh No Marcia. Oh no. Uh, And I think that's all I've got going right now. Uh, You can find my little invention stuff at streampad.tech. So that's kind of been on pause lately while I've been dealing with other things. Yeah, you can still plug it. Still counts. There's a fun little patented invention I invented and I'm trying to get it uh, put together and it makes streaming super easy. And then I want to make an anti-social network with it. But we'll see if that ever pans out. (laughs) Um, And so that's pretty cool. It's pretty fun. Okay, Riv. I guess it's my turn. Yes. Now that I let everyone else go first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, well uh, so a couple of things. I, uh, I'm i definitely heavily on Twitter and on TikTok and on Instagram. Uh, and that's going to be at Cupcake Hellsword. Uh, hell has one L referencing hell from Norse mythology. Um, I do all the things. I do some little bit of video stuff. I do a little bit of, uh, of photo stuff. And then, of course, I shout into the void and try to lift people up on Twitter. Um, outside of that... My favorite thing is that I'm actually a metalcore musician. So I compose, edit, and record um, all components of metal songs. Um, Soon I'm going to be doing my vocal tracks, which are hard to do. Imagine that. Oh my God. (laughs) Hardest parts to do. Um, I just redid my entire studio, so it's torn up. If you're viewing us on camera at all, you'll see it behind me. But um, I'm working on getting everything ready for some vocal tracks with both clean and scream vocals. Um, The artist's name is Barry the River. Check out BarryTheRiver.com. That is not Barry as in a person, but like you're burying something in a shallow grave. Um, B-U-R-Y-T-H-E-R-I-V-E-R.com. And actually, I'm a huge fan of Barry the River, and everybody needs to go check out Barry the River because Barry the River is one of my favorite metalcore artists. <laughs> I was going to say groups, but then I was like, I don't know if that's how it works. And yeah. there's some great merch that you can pick out. Wink, wink. Get some Bury the River t-shirts and some Bury the River wine coolers and some Bury the River <laughs> wine coolers. <laughs> I don't have to make that happen. Thanks. <laughs> Shit, I might buy one of those too. <laughs> oh, that'd be, that'd be great. But yeah, everything I do there is all me, uh, whether it's the graphic design, the website design, um, obviously the music. Um, there's some old stuff um, from pre-transition that's all instrumental and will always be only instrumental because I'm not going to redo any of my old stuff. Um, that's a full album. Uh, you can buy it on Bandcamp through links there. You can stream stuff through um, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, uh, Tidal Music. Um, and then there's, of course, there's a couple new singles out that are just instrumental. Um, one called The Monster, one called Autonomy. Those will both be getting vocals soon. And everything going forward will have vocals um, unless otherwise specified. Thank you for listening to my shameless plug. And now we'll just play one of those songs is the outro music yeah that, uh, if people don't like metal though that might kind of alienate them that's true but i don't care <laughs> damn already doesn't care about the audience hey, we're a real if podcast alienated, now. if they're not alienated by this conversation already a little bit of metal music isn't going to scare them away if you've made it this far you're one of the hardcore fans congratulations you have to listen to every episode now. <laughs> you now have to buy trans spotting stickers and you have to buy our trans spotting cookery wear and <laughs> we should have um we should have like we should make rules for trans passing or trans spotting you know oh no it's like, like trespassing is trespassing trans passing is when you pass as trans <laughs> Transpotting oh, is when what is transpotting? I think it's just looking at them. <laughs> it's just looking at us. <laughs> Quiting. <laughs> oh hi. So I see some. <laughs> so my idea for the, for the name of transpotting. 
my idea was that I, I, there was a website that was transpotting with only one F. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a slur, like tran, like transpotting, like you're pointing out someone who's trans. I like the idea of taking back, taking that out of the hands of the bigots and giving it back to us. Be like, no, we're spotlighting people mm-hmm. while also blocking off that domains. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so um, people may have in the past been like trans spotting. Oh, I spotted another trans today. Um, but that's not the point. Our purpose is to spotlight well, trans creators. Hey, honestly, spotting a trans person, you are lucky. Yeah, damn trans right. Trans people are beautiful. Right. And they're probably cooler than you. So, Oh, most definitely. Oh, for sure. Well. Ask them about their hyperfixations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your hyperfixation, Blessed? Oh, uh, mine changes regularly because you know ADHD. <laughs> but yeah. current currently, I just restarted playing Dragon Age Origins for the like the seventh time because it's one of my favorite games of all time. So I've never actually finished that one. I need to. God, it's a top three game for me. Top three. I just started playing Elden Ring and I'm streaming mm. it on Twitch. Oh, I should have. So sorry. That. Why? <laughs> Why are you sorry? So hard. I'm not good at video games. Oh. <laughs> Elden Ring is just so difficult, in my opinion. Really? I didn't. I don't think it's that bad. The hardest okay, part. Okay, well, I just doubted myself. <laughs> I don't I, think it's that bad compared to Dark Souls so far. That's true. That's okay. true. I, the hard part is I've got to. There's like a, a place where you. It's like go this way, and then you have to have like some like unknown items to keep going, but it doesn't tell you where those are or where to get them. So you just kind of have to start exploring the whole open world. And yeah. I'm not looking up any guide to it. And you can find me. I'm going to be streaming on Twitch and you can give me advice on Twitch at Onomarcia at twitch.tv slash Onomarcia. So I'll put that in the plug. So come and help me. (laughs) (laughs) I need it. Uh, Amazing. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been doing, but I've also been recovering from cancer surgery the last two weeks, too. So that's been my other fixation, is looking at the giant scar on my chest and wondering how it's going to look when it heals up. Incredible. It's going to look amazing. It's going to look so badass. It's going to look so badass. So badass. I'm right? like, you should see the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is when my heart was carved out. <laughs> that's they, why you're so they, hard. They, right. <laughs> They tried to, but they didn't find anything. (laughs) (laughs) They tried to take my heart out. They're like, oh, there's nothing here. (laughs) Oh, no. So they just took my liver instead. Yeah. That's impressive that you're still here and talking to us. I appreciate that. That is devotion. Well, I mean, aren't we all? Yes. Capitalism. (laughs) We should do an episode on why we love capitalism. Oh, yeah. That'll definitely be 80% of of Rivers Soapbox Corner. (laughs) Uh, and did you know this is because of white supremacy? And did you know that this is because of also white supremacy? And it's all bad. And this is because of also white supremacy. Yeah, it's 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 all it's all supremacy and trauma all the way down. All the way down. And colonialism and imperialism. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It is. It's kind of interesting how once you start noticing that, you see it everywhere. Yeah, because shit is systemic. It is systemic. People are like, I mean, it's really common for trans people to be like anarchists or anti-capitalists. And I think part of it is just because we we are the ones who are most disproportionately, like especially black trans women are disproportionately affected by those problems, probably more so than any other single group, at least in this country. And so, you know, it's really common for people to look at these things and be like, oh yeah, this is actually a huge problem. And we are seeing it in our lives every day, personally affected by it. And when I still had my male privilege, I didn't notice it as much because it was harder for me to see because I was of the class that was benefiting from those systems. So I think coming out as trans gives you a really good perspective on how the world is. Really good point. I think that we should do an episode about that. I think we should talk about as well, um, like debunking, but also going over the myth of being male socialized, um, but reframe, but reframing it as like, how are things different for you on the other side of the patriarchy? You're no longer a beneficiary of the patriarchy. So we aren't. I mean, people just disagree with us and, and say that, oh, you know, you're still benefiting from it but we benefit from white supremacy because we're all white right so um you can't see us but trust me we're super white um 
But yeah, we no longer benefit from those things anymore. And um, all the ways that affects us, whether it's being mansplained to every day or being a passover for promotions or jobs or... Or just having a hard all, time all finding well-paying work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like uh, I'm getting paid the most I ever have in my entire life. And it's probably not going to get better than this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's not that good. I took a pay cut when speaking. I came out as trans. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> anyway, episode idea. <sighs> Good episode Pitched. idea. We'll write that down. Write that down in episode notes. Uh, do we have that? We don't have one of those. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Just a second. When you said it, there wasn't one. Okay, now now look. Look at that up. episode note. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is, this is what we call um, on-the-fly collaboration. On-the-fly. This is the inside baseball. <laughs> Have you seen that movie with Jeff Goldblum, The Fly? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't. It's a, fan, it's a fantastic movie. Yeah, he was still hot back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's Especially at too. the end of the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> you too. <laughs> you need to watch the movie. It's good. <laughs> okay, I will. I will. I will. Uh, and then it'll make my joke even funnier. <laughs> You're just going to get a text from me in like five months and be like, I get it now. Oh my God. Jeff Goldblum is so hot at the end of the fly. Oh my God. (laughs) (sighs) Is that it? Is that it? (laughs) River, you're the funny one. (laughs) Thank you. What are you trying to say? I thought Shit. you were going to be the funny one. We were going to have our roles. Oh my god! I mean, there's yeah. the f- there's the funny day one. Day to day. There's the leader, and then there's the um sidekick, right? What? <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> I was gonna be the leader or the sidekick. <laughs> I was gonna say we made like rotate roles. Right? Okay. Rotate. Yeah. I think I'm sleep deprived and slap happy. Oh my god. I think so. Everything is funny right now. No. Oh no, we lost her. <laughs> She's gone. I'm dead. Help. This so folks, thank you for joining in today. <laughs> no folks, we have a really long we're about to start recording. It's gonna be really good. We're going to talk about capitalism and patriarchy and the trans experience. Also the Matrix. You know, like every trans friend group ever. Okay, what do you actually talk about with your trans friend group? I don't really have it. I have individuals, but now I do, and now I have a trans friend group. That's true. So it sounds like I talk about podcasting with I talk about with my trans friend group what kind of podcast we want to make today right mostly it's a lot of sim it's a lot of simping you know it is oh my god you're so pretty oh my god i love your makeup it's just being envious of each other back and forth non-stop that's all it is hey hey celeste yeah have you seen riff have you seen yeah have you seen vera there's makeup yeah oh my god it's so cute (laughs) as she shrinks down into (laughs) hey hey Hey, River. <laughs> yeah, Marcia. Hey, have you seen uh, Have you seen Celeste's Celeste's face? Yes, I have seen Fairface. Isn't it so cute? Oh my it's, god! Yeah, it's it's pretty adorable. It's so adorable. Oh my <laughs> what god! Is, what is this character you're doing right now? <laughs> hey, hey, Celeste and Will. Hey, my friends. Hey, have you guys yeah. seen Marcia? Yeah. Isn't she cute? She's so cute. Oh, yes, you. Marcel the Shell. She's very cute. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to eat this leaf. <laughs> wow, that we was a fun use for a pen. <laughs> uh, I actually have a friend who always calls me Marcel the Shell, the snail, after that. Because I it's sometimes cute. think cute. She's lovely. <sighs> Y'all are great. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Oh, yes. Thank you. I had a random... Celeste, you're beautiful, too. That's right, Tay. Me? Yeah. You. Thank you. We are (laughs) sending in person. (laughs) 
I had a random girl at the grocery store yesterday. <clears throat> she was standing in front of me in line and she turns around and she's like, oh my God, you're so gorgeous. And I was like, thanks. And immediately my brain was like, is she saying that because she thinks I'm gorgeous? Or is she saying that because she noticed that I'm trans and she wants to encourage me? <clears throat> every time. Every time. My brain goes like every single time. But it's like, like I'll be like leaving work and the same thing will happen. Someone will like bump into me and go, oh my gosh, you're gorgeous. And I'm like, do you, do you really think that? Do you really? really? The thing is, girls just do that to each other. I think girls that just do happens. that. Yeah. They just do that. It's so nice. I mean, we just do that. So yeah, that's true. And I do do that. I do do that. I mean, but to be fair, all of us are hot bitches. So for that's, sure. For sure. That's the main reason why we need to have the video because it'll be more popular than the audio. <laughs> I, you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, with Riv's uh, shitty closet on display, the coat closet. With my beautiful couch and it little Buddha. I have yet to decorate back here. You can see my Texas Chainsaw Massacre blanket, so... It's beautiful. I thought that's what it was. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. He's just peering over my shoulder right here. We should get, like, some huge uh, Bury the River posters and each of them put them on the back of our our walls. Because we all have empty yeah. space on the wall behind us. I, I have yet to decorate. I just moved my desk here, so none of my shit is back here yet. It will be. right. So fun story. So I was going to. I have. Um, I had multiple guitars. I used to build guitars when I was a, a teenager to young adult. You were a luthier. Um, I was a luthier. Yes. Yeah. Um, I didn't build the next though, because that requires a lot of precision equipment, and I didn't have money or space in my dad's garage to do that. Um, but I built this really gorgeous guitar that is a Les Paul design shape. That's pure mahogany, and I'm gonna display it on the wall right there. <gasps> Love oh, it. that's and I have gorgeous. The, and I have my bass and my guitar that I used to record next to me here. This is my recording station right here. <laughs> That'd be so cool. It's be so cool. But I was also going to get a um, Bury the River canvas or or poster to put right there too. Be like, yes. shameless plug. Yes. I'm going to get a trans spotting one. Yes. Let me make the logo first. Yeah. Okay. Get logos first. I'll, I'll give you lots of feedback on the logo. This looks great. I'm counting on it. <laughs> Can you do okay, it with more color? <laughs> it's just a complete and utter rainbow mess. <laughs> I mean, that's my life. I mean, same. same. Yeah. Same. Complete and utter rainbow mess. Hey, that's a good episode title. That's cool. rule one of trans spotting. Be a complete and utter rainbow mess. <laughs> I mean, only if I can help it. Mm-hmm. So we end the podcast by saying, thank you all for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> we ended by doing our plugs. We We're already done. did the plugs. We'll just edit them. We'll move them over here. Yeah, yeah. So insert plugs here. Thank you all for joining us <laughs> in this episode of One Big Utter Rainbow Mess. <laughs> I mean, transpotting. I transpotting. That was transpotting. Spot us again. Bye. <laughs> Bye. That was good. Uh, Find out what transpires next week on transpotting. What? Yes. Next week? Yeah. Maybe next month. We're still, we're still working on spacing. We'll get it. <laughs>